Welcome to Wisdom Today. My name is Bill Kelly, and I'll be your host. In this podcast, we will be exploring the book of Proverbs. Let's open in prayer. Father God, I thank you for anyone listening to this podcast today. Lord, I pray that you give everyone ears to hear and a heart to receive everything you have in store for them today. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Proverb 9, beginning in verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out her seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be wiser still. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me, your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places of the city, to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there that her guests are in the depths of hell. Friends, this is Bill Kelly, and I'm your host. If you did not get a chance to listen to Monday's podcast, we went over Proverbs 7. And Proverbs 7 talks about the crafty harlot. And I talked about how Satan is going to come in and try to tempt you in a fashion that you will be unfaithful to the spouse that you have been committed to and made your vows to. Proverb 9, the first 12 verses are entitled, The Way of Wisdom. And my entire podcast stresses the importance of wisdom and trying to seek wisdom and trying to obtain it and use it in your everyday life. So what I want to point out is Proverb 1-7 
says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Now, in this proverb, verse 10 says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Friends, God wants us to have wisdom. The first thing to obtain wisdom is to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. I believe that is an utmost importance. It's the most important decision you can ever make in your life is to invite Him to come into your heart. But what I want to do is stress that wisdom doesn't come automatically. It's not something that just, you just don't open the door to it and let it in. Now let's look at verses 4 through 6. This is wisdom itself calling out to each of us today. It says, whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she, and that's wisdom, says to him, come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. Friends, I am reading out of the Nelson Study Bible, and my commentary for verses 4 through 6 tells us this. It says, Wisdom makes a point of inviting the simple, meaning those who have not yet made up their minds about their course in life. Forsake foolishness. Listen to this. The person who comes to wisdom has nothing to lose but naivete. Now, what I'd like for you to do is go back to the book of Hebrews. Now, in Hebrews chapter 5, it's entitled Spiritual Immaturity. And friends, when you first make the decision to come to Christ, we are all spiritually immature. It has to come over a period of time. But listen to verses 12 through 14. It says, For though by this time you ought to be teachers, you need someone to teach you again the first principles of the oracles of God, and you have come to need milk and not solid food. Now, what this means is we're not talking about math and learning your times tables here. We're not talking about uh, academic things. Here, we're talking about spiritual discernment. We're talking about spiritual maturity and friends that can only come through time. So what this is telling us, when you first come to the Lord, you need to learn the basics of the Bible. And it says, For everyone who partakes only of milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness, for he is a babe. But solid food belongs to those who are of full age, that is, who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern 
both good and evil. Friends, this is the process that you have to go through once you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. On Monday's podcast, I cautioned people that if your marriage is not currently in a good state, if you're not happy with the way things are going, that you should seek God in prayer. You should talk to your spouse about it. If you have difficulty in your marriage, you shouldn't go outside and ask anyone else. You should try to internally go to your spouse first and talk to them about it. But what I'd like to do is go to the Song of Solomon. And here I'm going to go to chapter 4, and I'm going to read the first six verses. And this is entitled, The Bridegroom Praises the Bride. Beginning at verse 1. Behold, you are fair, my love. Behold, you are fair. You have dove's eyes behind your veil. Your hair is like a flock of goats going down from Mount Gilead. Your teeth are like the flock of shorn sheep which have come up from the washing, every one of which bears twins, and none is barren among them. Your lips are like a strand of scarlet, and your mouth is lovely. Your temples behind your veil are like a piece of pomegranate. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built for an armory, on which hang a thousand bucklers, all shields of mighty men. Your two breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle, which feed among the lilies. Until the day breaks and the shadows flee away, I will go my way to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of frankincense. Friends, I'm going to read the commentary of my Bible first for verse 1. It says, Solomon lavishly praises his bride's great beauty. He uses verbal symbols of loveliness to paint a picture of the breathtaking charm of the Shulamite. Dove's eyes are a picture of purity, innocence, and beauty. The bride's veil would have covered the rest of her face, leaving only her beautiful eyes to be seen. The king compared the movement of her flowing hair to the graceful movement of a flock of goats in their descent down from Mount Gilead. Listen to verses 2 through 5. The king rhapsodies on the perfection of of his bride's teeth, her lips and facial features, her neck, and at last her breasts. Scarlet describes luxuriance and beauty. The pomegranate speaks of sweetness. The term lovely is the same rare word used first in verse 5. The Tower of David pictures strength and grace, the fawns have exquisite 
loveliness. And finally, verse 6, until the day breaks means the couple's first night together was a precious time. And the mountain of myrrh and the hill of frankincense, it says these playful names again give us a glimpse into the passionate love for each other. Friends, now let's go back to our verses of the day, verses 4 through 6 of Proverb 9. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, wisdom says to him, Come, eat of my bread, and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live, and go in the way of understanding. In other words, folks, be faithful to the spouse that you are married to. Now, conversely, I just want to spend just a moment on this, but verses 13 through 18 of this very same proverb talk about the way of folly, and we are reminded of Proverbs 7. But listen to this. This is folly speaking. And in verse 16, it says, Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. And as for him who lacks understanding, the harlot says to him, Stolen water is sweet, and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Now, friends, my call to action is very simple. What I'd like for you to do is to contrast verses 1 through 13 of Proverb 9. This is what you should do if you have wisdom. Think about the spouse of your youth. Now, many people today are getting married at an older age. I know a few people I just graduated from Bible college, and a few people that I know are probably in their 60s, maybe even close to 70, and they have recently remarried, or just a few years ago, because their previous spouse had died. And friends, that's okay. I think it's wonderful. I don't think God wants anyone to be alone, and should you lose your spouse, I believe over a period of time, God would have you find another spouse, okay? But what I'm trying to get across is be faithful. And friends, this isn't only to your spouse. I'm also asking you, be faithful to your children. And what I'd like for you to do as this call to action, ask God, are you okay in your relationship with your children, with your spouse, with your parents, if they are still alive, with your employer. And what I'd like for you to do, if you are having issues in any of those relationships, pray and ask God for wisdom in how to handle this situation. 
how he would have you respond to try to improve the situation. Friends, a lot of times we can improve our situations if we are proactive. And instead of letting the axe fall and maybe having us lose a job or maybe having us lose a relationship, get a hold and put your belt on and strap yourself up and humble yourself and do what you need to do to try to straighten out your situation. The suggested scripture reading today, very simple. What I'd like for you to do is reread Proverb 9 in its entirety, contrast the first 13 verses with wisdom to the last six or seven verses having to do with folly. And what I'd like for you to do is read in its entirely the Song of Solomon, chapter 4. I want you to think back to when you first got married. What caused you to fall in love with them the very first time and try to recreate that love? Ask God to help you look at your spouse the way that you once did, and I believe your situation will improve immensely. Friends, I will never end a podcast without giving anyone an opportunity to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. If there is anyone listening today and you've never taken that step, I invite you to repeat a simple prayer after me today. Jesus, thank you for coming to earth and dying on a cross for me. I believe that you are the Son of God and that you died on that cross. And by doing that, you have forgiven me of all of my sins. Jesus, I am eternally grateful. I believe that you were buried, and on the third day you rose again in resurrection form. Thank you, Jesus. I ask you to come into my heart. I ask that you lead me and guide me from this day forward. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if any of you repeated that prayer, reach out to me on my new webpage, wisdomtodaybk.com. There is a contact tab. If you would, simply click on that tab, enter your name, let me know you repeated that prayer, or if there's anything that you have any questions about, and I will get back with you as soon as I can. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Friends, please join me again tomorrow as we further explore wisdom today.